It's Friday, April 8th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, let's play a new game. Potato or bomb? Plus, Jesse Lee Peterson thinks the war in Ukraine is a Tom Hanks movie. Holding in your farts until your body shuts down. And getting out of jury duty because you have to tend to your sugar daddy. Distorted View Daily proudly presents two YouTube gamers playing Diablo 3. I'm a bit like, uh, is it Gru from uh, In Outland? Yeah. Slightly constipated. That's what you It are. reminds me of uh, like an audio clip from Distorted View. Wow. <laughs> That's a reference no one's forget. No, goodness. Thank Christ. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feels fucking fantastic, man. Oh. Okay, <laughs> move on. <laughs> Cut that. Uh. Nobody will get the reference. It's fine. <laughs> the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I came here for two things. To suck some heart candy and suck some dicks. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. Tim Edson back here with you to end the week with the Friday program. You know, that clip at the beginning of the show always pisses me off. I hate that guy. So that's Simon and Lewis of the Yogs cast. Simon uh, was a listener of DV. Uh, I don't know if he still is, but they have a very popular YouTube channel. Se- over 7 million subscribers. Their top video has 58 million views. To compare, Distorted View Daily's most popular video has 240,000. But I'm not jelly. Good for them. I'm happy for their success. They rose to prominence making Minecraft videos. You know, it's, a, it's a video game channel. I think they've branched out since then. They do podcasts, conventions or something. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I mean, they've got 8 million subscribers. They've got a, a little empire going. But in that clip, you can just tell Lewis is a stuck-up cunt. Like, no one's going to get that reference. Cut this. Cut this out. No, don't use it. Because it's too racy. Obviously, the the impression that Simon was doing was of the dickhole guy going, that's fucking fantastic, man. But he doesn't say anything about his dick. No one's going to know it's the dickhole guy. I mean, it would have been nice if they threw some traffic my way. You know, spread the distortion. Where the hell was Simon at with his 8 million viewers? Just saying, hey, if you like racy adult humor, subscribe to Distorted View. Help a fellow uh, content creator out. No, he didn't do that. So fuck them both. Their channel is dying anyway. Here's a video called The Impossible Downfall of the Yogs Cast. At their peak, Simon and Lewis of the Yogs Cast had it all. However, in the years following such, the viewership on the Yogs Cast channel has been following a linear pattern of decline. How does a channel go from the 12th most subscribed on all of YouTube to a channel that hasn't increased their subscriber count in the last five and a half years? Oh, so sorry. On the flip side, even though Distorted View Daily has a minuscule audience compared to them, it's steady as a rock. I'm sitting pretty over here with my hundreds of listeners. 
looking at their videos for the like uh, nine days ago. They got 180,000 views, 149,000, 65,000. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sure they'll be fine, though. I would still totally trade places with these people. I would die for 66,000 views on an average YouTube video. Look, whatever. Simon's a good guy. We follow each other on tic- on uh, uh, Twitter, so I don't have any personal beef with him. It's that Lewis asshole. Come on, move on. Move on. Cut that. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Unclench already. I don't know how long ago they recorded that. Ten years ago. I mean, who knows? It, it just still riles me up. All right, listen, I have got a great show as we end the week. First up. We've got the return of a U-Tard to discuss. Lil Lunchbox is back this time on TikTok. You all remember Lil Lunchbox, right? She uh, is the the woman who dresses up like a clown. Everything is cluh. Like if she was going to the park, she would say, I'm going to the Clark to feed the clucks. I think that's how her language works. Most of the clips we've played of her uh, in the past have been fights between her and her boyfriend trying to kick him out and stuff. Here's the intro to her channel. The Claters, yeah, yeah. The lifestyle's not going anywhere. You know, when she was in that toxic relationship with her boyfriend, Robin, she was living in Sweden and it was a bad situation all around. So uh, eventually she came back home living with her parents. Here she is confronting them to tell them she wants to move back to Sweden now. It's wrong. I just want to have an intimate conversation in that outfit. Yeah, the audio is kind of shitty, but uh, I love the mother. Oh, you want to have a serious conversation in that fucking ridiculous clown outfit? I'm going back to Sweden on Saturday. Robin and I are going to work things out. We're going to try, you know. I don't want to give up on our our clarity. So I just wanted you guys to know that's what's happening. I know you might be disappointed. You're like those people that hate somebody and then everybody gets involved and now it's over and you're back together and it's involved yeah like us like involved like yeah, I'm sure the, the poor parents have been through so much with little Lunchbox putting up with her bullshit. You know, when her marriage fell apart, she was right on the phone asking mommy for a plane ticket out of Sweden. I am going through something. People fighting, arguing. People make mistakes. Like, I'm sorry I'm not perfect. Like, Imani, and she's, oh, she's going to college and everything. Like, I didn't do everything exactly the way that you wanted me to. I made one mistake, and if you're being a little dramatic, but you look at this outfit. That's two. See why I love the mother? If you couldn't understand, Lil Lunchbox was like, I made one mistake! And the mom, um, ever so accurately points out that whole outfit of yours is also a mistake. That's mistake number two. The clown makeup, ridiculous fucking get up. In case you're wondering what Robin and Lil Lunchbox's relationship was like, here she is after she locked him out of the house and he demanded entrance. I fucking hope you know that I'm fucking online so people can fucking hear this shit that you sound like a fucking asshole. Oh my God, I'm, listen, listen. I'm paying the basically. I don't want to be here. This doesn't even here. say anything. Like, I can't fucking read this. It's not in fucking English. Well, that's the risk you run when you move to a foreign country, you crazy clown. I don't know. I don't know if they're legally married, if what she's talking about are divorce papers. 
It's unclear. It doesn't matter. To have this fight and this bullshit. While you're here playing video games, I'm working to pay for this place, okay? I fucking swear to God. I fucking swear to God, Robin. I swear to God, Robin. I'm gonna fucking... Oh, she doesn't like that because what you're saying is accurate. Fucking text. Then you fucking show up here at like two in the morning and you give me this shit about you staying at home all day playing video games while I'm out working and you think that that's okay. Well, okay. I think his point is that uh, he has a job. He's paying for this apartment of his and bills, and uh, you don't contribute. But I'm here now. Her her head is half shaved, by the way, in this video, which makes it that much more funny. Take a look at the chapter artwork. That's the little lunchbox we're dealing with. I'm going to bed. Why is this fair? You show up now, and you want to go to bed. And I can't fucking talk about how you show up unannounced at this time. It's his apartment. Again, I don't know if they're legally married. She might have some rights too. Doesn't matter. They ultimately decide to handle this situation like adults. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Remember, these two people are fucking psychopaths. We're gonna, let's just fucking wrestle for it. Yeah, they're gonna fight for the apartment. Winner takes all. Let's get ready to clumble! <laughs> Fucking dumb. Clumble. Whoever gets the other person down wins. If I get you down, if I get you down, you get out. If you get me down, you can stay for the night. And then I uh, scream domestic violence and get you arrested. Let's do this. It's a win-win for her. You're resting. No, like, funny business. She's a clown. Of course there's gonna be funny business. It doesn't take long for him to pin her down. But she's going down right now. No! No. This is good evidence for the divorce lawyer. She gets pinned down and she does try some dirty moves. You know, Robin has long hair, so she's pulling and grabbing. In the end, though, she admits defeat. I will be contacting my lawyer tomorrow. Good night. By alluding to taking legal actions. So, like I mentioned at the top of the show, Lil Lunchbox is back, this time on TikTok. And holy mother of God, she's out of her clown makeup. That doesn't mean that she's, like, sane now. Oh, no, 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 no. She's still cuckoo crazy bananas. And she's got some fake mental disorders to go along with her real mental disorders. Let's start the clip here. She doesn't call herself Little Lunchbox anymore, although that's her TikTok name. She calls herself uh, Dr. Something. Demetria? Hello, everybody. My name is Dr. Demetria. I am a member of the system. I have been... Oh, I guess Dr. Demetria is one of her personalities. Makes sense. My name is Dr. Demetria. I am a member of the system. I have been in the headspace for quite some time, but keeping a low profile because I wanted to have an objective opinion, an objective view, so to speak, of the situation so that I could adequately diagnose us. You know, TikTok is like the best place for Lil Lunchbox. It was It's an app designed for her and people like her. Having DID and yes, a lot of people have been saying see a doctor. Literally living with a doctor in the headspace. No, 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 your fake personality isn't a real doctor. That doesn't count as being diagnosed if one of your alters is a doctor. All of us. Um, I am able to evaluate them one-on-one, -on -one and yes, we all have DID. A doctor has diagnosed us, so you can stop with all of that go-see-a-doctor nonsense because there is a doctor present at all times. You don't need to worry. 
um, excuse my appearance. I'm just having a, you know, a chill day lounging around, but I did study for 12 years. Um, yes, I don't believe that we should invalidate my credentials solely because I exist mostly in the headspace. I am still a professional, a medical professional. So take that. Well, there you go. She's still living that lifestyle, the lifestyle of a mental patient on the loose. What a perfect transition to talk about our next subject. It's been a while since we played uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Beta man. There's a lot going on in the world, and I uh, I would love to hear Jesse Lee's informed opinion. Unfortunately, he knows not much of what's going on, but he's still going to give his opinion. It's amazing. Yep. Beta. All right, calm down, Jesse. Beta man. Oh, he's all charged up today. Here, Jesse is talking about the war in Ukraine. Uh, President Zelensky and Putin. Guess what side Jesse's on? I was looking at Putin, and I'm paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. And then this other guy, right, in Ukraine. I mean, who is that guy? I don't even know his name. Wasn't it something like Zodar? Isn't that the fortune teller machine from the movie Big? Putin should have no trouble fighting a robot. It ain't even one of them AI robots. It's like a um, one of them uh, animatronic Chuck E. Cheese robots. You know, the ones in the band. That band had a big bear that played the accordion. Betcha Putin could beat up that bear. And Putin reminded me of Trump. Sure. I remember when Donald Trump announced that he was running for president. All hell broke loose. The people tried to stop him. They couldn't stop him. And once he got in, they attacked, attacked, attacked. They couldn't, it didn't matter to him. He did what he had to do. And Putin seemed to be, now I don't know why they're fighting. I don't know what's going on in Russia. He couldn't even be bothered to read up on the issue that he is now doing a show about. I don't even know what's going on over there in Russia. All I know is Putin going to find that fortune teller Zodar and he going to bust it up. He going to break it and he going to play a heart and soul on a big keyboard in a toy store. Yeah, look at him go. He's on half the keyboard, and Trump is on the other half. That's a great white hope. Heart and soul. Denied a beta male. Not like Biden. Amazing. I really believe that's what Jesse Lee Peterson is thinking is going on in Russia and Ukraine right now. The movie Big is playing out in real life. Who is smarter than the whole world? Yeah. The whole world wonder how can we get this man? Even Dom Condoleezza Rice said, he must be crazy. Jesse Lee goes on to say that uh, Putin is winning the war. He's still winning the war. And then they're like, President of Ukraine, Mr. Putin, Mr. Putin, help me. And to the UN, Mr. UN, y'all help me, y'all. Mr. UN, help me. First of all, I don't think President Zelensky ever went to Putin and said, help me, help me. Help me win this war against you. Also, I don't know if Jesse Lee Peterson understands that the UN is not one person. It's not Mr. UN. I love, like, who's listening to this? Why would you listen to anything Jesse Lee Peterson has to say? He knows nothing about what's going on. And then he cut out the media so you don't know what's going on. And they are mad at Putin for prevented the media from reporting what's happening. They're doing the same thing here. Be a conservative and tell the truth. Don't you get knocked off YouTube right away? Jesse Lee Peterson is on YouTube. 
What is he even saying? Like, his arguments make no sense. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just a hater. I'm a beta male. I admit it. Beta! Beta male! Uh, I love Jesse Lee so much. Uh, all right, I've got a few leftover clips that I uh, I want to share with you. These are short ones before we get into the news. First up, we've got a live streamer playing, I don't know, Fortnite or whatever, and uh, he dies. His teammates tell you know tell him what, what he needs to do to not die, and he freaks out on them. I got to be honest with you, I would probably do the same thing. When I die in a game, it's very frustrating. And the last thing you want is like to hear someone, what you got to do? You're doing it wrong. You don't think I know that? I'm dead. I just don't want to hear it right now, right after I die. Let me stew a little. Anyway, he may have gone a little too far. Take a listen. 10 seconds left. 10 seconds. And... I left. Fuck me, yo, Yeah, he dies right there. Oh, man. Come on, bro. Man, you gotta hit those shots, man. man. Shut your stupid ass up, nigga. No, you gotta hit those shots. That's your problem. You didn't hit the shot. That guy is kind of an asshole. Yeah, we know we're supposed to hit the shots. It's the point of the fucking game. You don't have to tell me to hit the shot. I obviously didn't hit the shot. Shit happens in these games. I mean, I can't win every fucking one, you know? God damn. Shots, man. man, shut your stupid ass up, nigga. Who's you talking to, bro? Shut your nerd ass up. Bro, you're I'm gonna play this game. Shut up, monkey. Shut up. Shut your bitch ass up! Oi! You can't go around calling people monkeys in this day and age. Oi! You're at the fight! Calm down! Damn, bro, shut up, bro. I know how to play this game. I'm not a noob, alright? Well, I mean, you're not playing it well, is the thing. Damn! You don't know how to That's play the fucking game. What? What, bitch? Bitch? Is a bitch talking to me? Is a female talking to me? Oh, I see where he's gone too far. Okay. <laughs> Going after the female gamers. Am I? No, no, no. no. Am I tripping? Am I tripping? Oh, wait, wait, tell me. It's a female talking to me right now. It's a fucking female talking to me. Get off the fucking game and do your husband dishes, bitch. Shut up. Fuck you. Fuck is wrong with y'all. Stop talking like that, nigga. Fuck is wrong with y'all, dog. I'm not one of these little lame ass Valor nerds, nigga. Fuck wrong with y'all. Now fuck it, son. I'm assuming this was on Twitch originally. Aren't they super strict with their like rules of conduct and stuff? I didn't think you could just go around screaming the N-word over and over. I mean, I understand he's black and it's uh it's uh, not er. Fuck like bitch, like who the fuck is you talking to, bitch? What the fuck is wrong to go? Go do your life. Hey, he's calling her bitch over and over. Like, is a bitch talking? Huh? Do I hear a bitch? <laughs> fuck out of here. Ass, ass. Y'all are pure ass. Y'all are ass. Like, how can you call other people ass? You've been dead. The only reason you can just sit back and call people ass right now is because you're not playing. Because you dead. You, you king ass. You're the biggest ass. Want to know how I know that... Um, Esports are not really sports. With most games, baseball, football, basketball, lacrosse, whatever, practicing and playing the game actually makes you healthier. You're running, you're jumping, you're lifting things, you're throwing things. With esports, you're not doing any of those things, but your blood pressure also has to be going through the fucking roof when you're a guy like this, just getting angry and screaming at people, losing your fucking mind. It can't be good for your body. And and think about like all the caffeine these guys are taking, like pounded energy drinks. I'm surprised more streamers don't just 
drop dead live on Twitch while they're playing. Hearts exploding or whatever. I think it'd be much more common. All right, uh, next up here is very short. We've got an Uber driver. This is not an argument for once. This is a completed drive. Unfortunately, I think it's the passenger's first day in the big city. You'd think he would get out of the car using the door closest to the sidewalk. No, he opens the door to oncoming traffic. Thank you, man. Have a good one. And a bus takes the door with it. Truth be told, this clip is five minutes long. There's not a lot of great audio aside from the initial crash because both of these guys, well, I think the guy in the back is a bit shell-shocked. The driver can't fucking believe what's happening. He's like, oh, really? Yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? You opened the door to oncoming traffic. The driver's eyes are closed. Like, he's just... He's over this entire night. Bro, bro. bro. What the fuck? I almost got my fucking hand taken off. Welcome to New York. What the fuck? No one gives a fuck about you. You gotta look out for number one, my friend. Jesus Christ, yeah. Fucking legs. What the fuck? Pretty much is like that for the next few minutes. What'd you think about that crash, Jesse Lee? It's amazing. It really was. Uh, the final clip I have to share with you is a very angry customer at a jewelry store. Now, you know how jewelry stores are set up? They've got those big glass cases. And, you know, you can look down and you can see the rings and the necklaces and stuff. It's all it's all glass, though. So it's very easy to put your hand on the glass. Most people do. The employee, I guess it's close to closing time or something, and the employee had just wiped down these fucking glass cases, and he's like, can you not lean on the glass with your dirty fucking greasy elbows? That is what set this woman off. Now, I'm sure he like he said it in a more polite way, but still, this woman didn't want to hear it. They both are acting like a fool, quite frankly. I mean, again, you can't expect people not to touch the glass cases when they're looking at jewelry. And uh, she just totally overreacts. Take a listen here. What's your name? You've already been asked to leave. What's your name? When You've you already ask been asked to leave. to leave. When did you ask? First when I, no, when I said I was calling right. security. You can't ask us to, re- to leave. And as a matter of fact, you want to record? I'm going to record you as well, too. Yeah, there's a, there's actually a code of conduct when you walk in. It you guys agree matter. to it. You're, you're not filing your code of conduct. Does. And I'm going to let the manager know What's 10 minutes early. As you had we're not close. planning on coming and spending money with you. You actually, with, with your rudeness, you made it so that nobody wants to buy from I didn't say we were close, ma'am. I just it said you matter. can't shop here. You don't here. need to tell me not to lean on here. You don't have a sign that yeah, says anything like that. Well, I guess can. what? what because this is it? our business. It's it not your matter. business, ma'am. Not- See what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like a, such a weird thing for the guy to be like, don't touch the glass. But on the flip side, she's like... How dare you tell me not to lean on your precious glass? Well, he doesn't want you leaning on it. Like putting all your fucking fat weight with your grandma arms on it. It's a little peon that works here. And as soon as your manager Boy, finds out gonna... what a dickhead you are, I don't know if yeah. you'll have a job anymore. He's a peon, a dickhead. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you think that. Where's the security? They're on their way. Oh. Really? In the meantime, you guys I'm sure can. You probably call them all the time, so they probably won't even come because you're just. Also, it should be noted that she refused to uh, to not 
touch the glass. Like she's leaning on it the entire time. She's just doing it on purpose now. The time, so they probably won't even come because you're just. Oh no! It's the first time oh, they've been over here time. since Christmas. She, she, we were I was looking, out the jewelry. Looking, he goes, Can you not like, lean on that? I just got through cleaning it, and I'm like, What are you talking about? Yeah, so she called me a peon. Just right security. now. Yeah. Now he's calling security because. Because you're being belligerent. You guys are she's, she's looking uh, to other customers for support. Violating the okay. mall's code of conduct. Because I'm actually standing up to you. Yeah. yeah. You take a stand, honey. This is important. You have obviously had Yeah, I asked you. God I bless you America. Something that I'm cleaning. It doesn't matter. That's it your doesn't. right to lean on glass, I think, is written in the Constitution somewhere. Yeah. It does matter. You see, I, I actually have a right to guess say, what? please you're don't do that. You're going to clean it again because I'm leaning all over it again. Okay. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact. So this jewelry store, by the way, it's it's more like um, it's one of those stores that are like in the middle of the mall, you know, like a kiosk or whatever. And so there's glass cases um, all around the guy. It's like a square of glass cases and he's in the middle. So she's going around to all the glass cases now (laughs) uh, and touching, touching them, like rubbing her fingerprints all over them. Because I'm leaning all over again. Okay. Yeah, well, you didn't say please. You guys come over uh, here and clean this one as well. Okay. Too, yep. Along with this one. Yeah, we'll just we'll yeah. post that up. You guys can be famous. Go yeah, for it. Okay. I don't even know why she's sticking around. Like, you're you're not going to get jewelry from this guy. I'm sure you don't want to give this guy money. He doesn't want to sell you anything. Did you obviously have nothing better to do than harass customers? I'm actually just standing here, ma'am. You're the one who's dirtying up my store on purpose. Okay, go ahead and give me your manager's information so I can call them first. Oh, trust me. He'll be calling you for the cleaning bill after this because you guys were deliberately <laughs> vandalizing our property at this point. Vandalizing. This was. This is, like, what makes me hate the employee. Like, va- vandalizing, yet she touched the glass. It's not. She's not breaking anything. If you don't want people to touch glass, don't make the fucking entire store glass what what's wrong with you you, you do you your feel behavior sorry? it's do upsetting you, do you need to go to school do you need to educate yourself do something with your life I i'm mean, sorry that you have a job that's so shitty that you have to take uh, out your personal you're the one throwing a tantrum in the mall ma'am i mean it seems no, like not, if anybody just, needs to learn etiquette it's you millennials who have this entitlement attitude okay. who act like people owe you something <clears throat> these two well, now security's uh, this involved. This gentleman right here and this woman, they're vandalizing my store. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Just a little, little bit of I've overreaction got a, I've there. I've got it all recorded. That's pretty much where the, uh, the video ends. Again, it's another confrontation where I don't think there's a party I agree with. I hate both of these people. All right, uh, there you go. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and up fucked up news. forget later tonight nocturnal transmission another dv live stream 10 p.m eastern on youtube.com slash distorted view show i will try to uh, tweet about it and post it on our facebook page as well we did it last week it was a lot of fun hope to see all you guys in the chat watching have a bunch of uh, more visual uh, content, you know, stuff that I would like to play on the show, but there's not a lot of great audio. It's more visual in nature. So that's really kind of what Nocturnal Transmission is for. And it's just, uh, you know, a, a laid back chill time. We'll probably take some phone calls if I can get the, f- the phone situation taken care of. It might be a train wreck. Either way, it'll be fun to watch. 
Also, don't forget, if you are not yet a Sideshow member, oh, we had a lot of fun this week on the Sideshow with the exclusive programs. Uh, We did one yesterday and uh, earlier in the week on Tuesday. If you want to catch those Sideshow exclusive programs, you got to become a member of the Sideshow. Uh, DV's member site located at superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get uh, one of those uh, RSS feeds. That's uh, that's what you plug into your podcast app to get podcasts. And uh, this one's password protected. Uh, it works with most podcasting apps like Overcast and Podcast Addict. You'll get all the free shows and uh, all the exclusive programs all in one convenient feed. Now, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to um, listen to DV, you can now sign up for Sideshow content right in those apps, which makes it uh, a lot easier. You don't have to you know, mess around with adding RSS feeds or whatever. Just a couple of uh, taps and uh, you'll become a member and you'll get all of the great exclusive content. This is how I make my living. So uh, if you do like DV, please consider supporting this nonsense. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Oh, looky here. We got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. I'm a fucked up state. You remember the Parkland, Florida school shooting from 2018, right? I mean, there's been a lot of school shootings. This one was a rather big one. I think 14 kids were murdered. Well, a trial is getting underway. A uh, possible juror in the Nicholas Cruz sentencing trial left Circuit Judge Elizabeth Shearer baffled after appealing to the needs of her sugar daddy to justify skipping out on the trial. You know, trying to get out of jury duty is nothing new. Most people say they can't take time off work or... They're taking care of ill relatives, whatever. You don't often hear the sugar daddy excuse, though. I don't even know how the sugar daddy thing would work because a sugar daddy gives you money. That that should free up more time. Like, you don't need to work because you have a sugar daddy. I guess maybe sugar daddy needs sex at 11 a.m. when the trial would be going on or something. Let's read on. On Monday, a juror who came to be known as Ms. Bristol... told the court in Fort Lauderdale that she had too many commitments to serve on the Cruz sentencing trial. Uh, Cruz murdered 14 students and three staff members at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland back in 2018. He pleaded guilty in November, and the case moved on to the sentencing phase. A jury was needed. Miss Bristol was selected. But unfortunately, she busy, and uh, I've got a clip here of the woman explaining. This is from the courtroom. There's dates in, in, in July that you're not available. What are July those dates? July 7th, July 4th, which is closed, and July 18th. But you're then again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. But well, I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. Okay. I see him every day. All right, ma'am, we'll come back. Yeah, it sounds like she's not just talking about a husband. She mentions a husband, but she also has a sugar daddy. I wonder if the husband knows about the sugar daddy. There might be another murder trial coming up real soon. Yeah, she said, I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. I see him every day. Ms. Shearer, still baffled, told the woman that they would come back to her. She was ultimately excused from the trial, so her excuse worked. Video footage of the exchange was shared on social media and gathered a mountain of amused responses. 
Florida court clerks are going to have to add the sugar daddy exception to jury service. Former state prosecutor Mark Hardig wrote, Another social media user said it was the best excuse I ever heard. While the encounter between the judge and the potential juror was amusing, the circumstances that brought them together are not. The jurors that were selected will decide Cruz's fate. He faces a potential death sentence. In Florida, a jury must be unanimous in its recommendation for death. Otherwise, Cruz will face life in prison without parole. Second story we have for you today. Typically, elite special forces aren't called into a potato factory. Not a lot of potato-based emergencies taking place. That all changed recently when an elite special force bomb squad was called into a hot chips factory after a worker on the production line picked up a grenade. Yes, a grenade was mixed in with potatoes. And, you know, I'm looking at a picture of this grenade and you can see how it could be mistaken for a potato. You know, it's covered in dirt, so it's brown. And a grenade is kind of potato shaped. I'm glad that thing wasn't peeled. The device was dug up from a farm and delivered to the East uh, Tamaki Mr. Chips factory. Uh, I'm not sure what Mr. Tamaki is. Maybe it's a Japanese uh, potato chip factory or French fry place. I don't know. Just like a potato destined to be French fries. But a sniper-eyed worker spotted the grenade among masses of potatoes at the start of the chip-making process on Tuesday. Take a look at the chapter artwork and you can uh, see the grenade. It was nestled among 28 tons of Ranger russets delivered by truck to the factory in industrial South Auckland. Oh, over there in New Zealand. Okay. An investigation found it to be a training version of a Mills bomb, a common World War II hand grenade. Uh, This one, since it was a training version, contained no explosives. So no one was in any real danger, but you didn't know it looking at the grenade. Something you're going to want to double check. Richard uh, Terakura on the night shift uh, plucked the device from the potato reception area where potatoes move from the delivery trucks to the factory conveyor belt. He was standing at the start of the conveyor belt looking for stones, which are picked up from the field as part of the largely automated harvesting process of potatoes. At first, he thought the object was a large stone, but after pulling the excess mud off the pineapple, uh, he saw the grooves and realized, oh my God, it was a grenade. A photo shows the 80-year-old rusty grenade had come to look like a muddy potato. Like I said, yeah. The man immediately stopped the conveyor belt and called over an engineer who had seen a lot of war movies and identified the object as a grenade. The bomb was caught among a delivery of 100,000 potatoes at 3.30 a.m. and hadn't even made it inside the factory past the outside uh, potato reception area. Roland Spittles, the Mr. Chip factory operation manager, said it was the first weapon discovered on the chain in the factory's 30-year history. He was proud of how his team handled the situation and thankful that no one was hurt. Oh, if you're wondering, workers called the police. They isolated their grenade. They placed it on a uh, concrete car parking sleeper. They taped the area off and put cones up to stop anyone from coming near. That's when police arrived. They called in the New Zealand Defense Force Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team. They x-rayed the bomb and they realized uh, that it was a dud, just a training grenade. So there you go. And finally today, freaks, this story has been floating around the Internet for the last, I don't know, week or so. 
I'm not really sure why I was reluctant to read it. I thought, oh, this is just one of those fake stories. I, you know, I like my news to be real. The first time I read about it, it was from like uh, a, a very sketchy site, like. WorldNewsExposed.com You know, one of those stupid things. Alright, uh, so this appears to be real. A barista claims that she landed herself in the hospital because she held in her farts around her boyfriend for two years. So the, another reason why I want to call bullshit on this story is because, you know, your body will find a way. Yeah, you can hold in a fart <laughs> for so long, but like, you go to sleep at night I'm farting up a storm and I'm unconscious. You can't clench while you sleep. The gas is going to come out in some way, shape, or form. But okay, so uh, apparently she landed herself in the hospital because she wouldn't fart in front of her boyfriend. Kara Clark was at work when she developed extreme, extreme stomach pain and was rushed to the hospital. The 19-year-old then learned that she had an infection and would have to have her appendix removed before it burst which she says was caused by her reluctance to break wind around her part. Oh, so this is like her own fucking theory. Her appendix needed removed. And she's like, I know what this is about because I wouldn't fart in front of my boyfriend. I'm sure the doctors were like, no, that has nothing to do with that. The barista who has been with her 21 year old boyfriend, Kyle Duffy for two years claimed that he was dying laughing after he found out uh, about her efforts to hold in her farts. Lady, you're dating an asshole. This is who you're holding in your farts for? He's laughing at you while you're in the hospital. You've got a real medical condition here. Yes, uh, he was uh, saying that he was dying laughing after finding her efforts to hold it in had left her needing surgery. While it's unclear what causes appendicitis, it can be triggered by blockages, for example, by solid waste product. I mean, would she shit in front of him? Because that's a whole other issue. Uh, it causes an in inflammation and pressure building in the appendix. Kara has vowed to just let it out from now on after admitting she had no idea how dangerous holding in gas could be. Again, I, I don't hear any statements from a doctor confirming this. So far, this is all, you know, her theory. Her video has now reached more than 2 million views and more than 240,000 likes with other social media admitting they also refuse to fart in front of their partners. Kara from Louth, Ireland said, I do hold in my farts, but I didn't think I would be in the hospital over it. I'm pretty easygoing other than burps and farts. I was at work on Tuesday and I had this real extreme pain in my stomach. I went to the doctor in hysterics and he referred me straight to the hospital. I was in so much pain I couldn't hold in my tears. My doctor said to me, I'm so, so sorry you're in so much pain. I was limping when I was walking all hunched over. At the hospital, I started blaming my boyfriend because I do always hold my farts in around him. We've been together for two years, and it's still the case. Kyle was dying laughing. He honestly didn't know what to say. He said, God, people are going to think that you're afraid of everything with me. At this stage, I'm just going to have to let it out from now on. Let it go. Let it go. Kara has revealed that her and Kyle are always joking around and managed to laugh their way through this painful ordeal. Kara said that the hospital knew it was appendicitis. It was a bit of a waiting game. Then they took my bloods and did some tests. It was pretty busy, so I was there overnight. And then the next day, they did the operation in the afternoon. That's when I got my appendix out. 
She says that she's just chilling now and taking advantage of everyone catering for me. She also did not expect her video to go viral on TikTok. So uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Oh, very important. YouTube.com slash distortedviewshow. That's where you'll find a nocturnal transmission later tonight. Uh, don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. And of course, we've got that subreddit over there at distortedview.reddit.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. I think we got a page call today. Hey there, Tim. Hey there, freaks. It's a Vladimir or Lorna or whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't fucking care. I want to feel like I want to get so fucking turned on and horny. You can just call me anything you fucking want, daddy. So here's the thing. I think Tim's doing his live show on Friday. We will also be doing great big pranks as we normally do on our Friday schedule. Oh, um, so, am I competing with you? <laughs> you know, definitely like come and listen to some great big pranks starting at seven. Oh, okay. Eastern Standard Time. You guys can make a whole night of it. You know, get some dinner, then uh, tune into some uh, pranks at seven. Discord, um, search great big pranks on Google, and you'll find links. And you'll find everything you need. Come and find us during our show. We're going to take an intermission to. Watch Tim. Oh, how Sexy nice. Daddy Tim with nocturnal transmission. Oh, it's, you know, it's fucking turn That's up. pretty cool, right? So 7 o'clock, these guys are going to start doing some prank phone calling. They're going to take a break at 10 for nocturnal transmission. And then afterwards, you can uh, tune back in and uh, listen to some more prank uh, phone calls. So that sounds uh, like a good time. It's always a good time with Tim Henson and Vladimir Putsin. Please leave your morals at the job. All right. Uh, next up here. Yes, caller. Hey, Tim. Turbo with next here. Turbo. Um, I'm just calling about a voicemail unicorn hamster left on the January 17th show. Uh, yes. He was asking which race is the sluttiest. Um, I just <laughs> oh, wanted yeah. to point out he's already asked that question in the voicemail. He really wants to know. And I still think uh, white people because of meth. <laughs> meth makes anyone sluttier and uh, white people sure do love their meth it makes sense i mean the data checks out oh tim oh tim you fool you have opened the floodgates <laughs> you have uttered the words that must never be uttered what did no I do? matter your curiosity you must never ask, what is an NFT? Or what is crypto, even as a joke? <laughs> I suspect by the time my call has arrived, it is too late. The crypto bros got to me. Far. That's why we launched our own NFTs earlier. All right, uh, next up here. Hey, Tim. Turbo with next here. Again. Um, I just listened to your uh, uh, January 18th I typically don't like this, but you tricked me. Show, and I had a few things to say. Uh, you had that story about the lady who mixed uh, moisturizer with cum and put it on her face. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, people say cum facial, and I always thought that was yeah. just like a... Uh, Cum's supposed to be good for your complexion. You know, a middle-aged old person way of describing a facial... I mean, if that's the case, my internal organs should be glowing. Um, but in that case, 
what she was doing was a cum facial. Um, and then also I wanted to know why unicorns... Because I take a lot of cum inside of me in my holes. Hamster is uh, the sluttiest race of women. And uh, also I know I've been saying uh, white people because of meth. Right. Uh, but in my own experience, it's white people. Freaky. Okay, we get it. You think white people are slutty? All right, thank you, Turbo. All right, uh, let's do one more here. Let's do a let's do a call not from Turbo. Turbo, go ahead, caller. Hey, Timmy Boo and everyone else. It's Turbo. Uh, happy New Year. I'm calling on uh, January 19th. Okay, well, you don't have to announce the date. It makes me look bad. So I'm very behind. I probably just missed Valentine's Day. <laughs> Um, and I don't know what... You misjudged that. What, uh, what, uh, you, you missed St. Patrick's Day. You missed April Fool's Day. It comes in March. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing this will be played yeah, in early We're March. close to Easter, my friend. Maybe mid-March. Um, the question was posed on the podcast, what, what race is the sluttiest? Uh-oh. And uh, I hope that caller who was, was a unicorn hamster who was asking, I, I hope he didn't need an answer quickly because we're on a couple months delay here. But a lot of people wanting to chime in now. Well, it's it's hard for me to say. I've banged every race that I know of except Indian. And I would really like to add that to my to my menu. All right. I think we need to help a freak out. Jungle, 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 if you are an Indian listener of Distorted View and you'd be willing to take one for the team, I mean, you probably also have to be female. But if you're a guy, you can help out, too. I mean, if you, if you have access to other Indians, you know, like a female Indian, see if they would be willing to help out. Look, we just want to get this guy laid. He's fucked every major race and uh, and if ethnicity, and this is like the last one he needs to check off. I don't know if if he gets an award at the end of this. It's like an EGOT type situation. You know, when a celebrity wins an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. We really should come up with a version like that. By the way, when um, an Indian person orgasms, you know, like like uh, like a white guy orgasm, he's like, uh, oh, yeah. When an Indian orgasms, does it sound like this? I would like to start that as a thing where like any just scream jagu as they're coming. But yeah, let's help this guy get laid. But uh, uh white girls yeah because of the white meth. girls are the sluttiest. Because of the mess that, that I've ever encountered. So anyway, um yeah. Well whites seem to be winning. They'll do anything. Told you we were the master race. All right. Uh, that is all the thanks to meth. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. It's no God. Beta man. I will be contacting my lawyer tomorrow. Good night. It's amazing. Grab the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to uh, give us a five star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts guys thank you so much for a great week of programs i had so much fun with you uh let's end the week with nocturnal transmission later tonight and i will see you back on monday to start a new week of programs until then bye everybody
It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.